because God, we're all together and you've, you've knitted our hearts together, Lord. And we pray that today, that as we sing, that we will get our hearts and our minds and just everything focused upon you, that we will give you the honor and the praise and the glory that you deserve. That we will sing and we will worship you. And God, that our ears will be open to hear the word. Because this is the time that we come together and we are strengthened so that we can go out into the week. We can go out into our jobs, out into our homes, out into Walmart, and be strengthened and be ready to, to go back out on the battlefield. We pray that today, God, that everything that is said and everything that is done will give you glory. And we will praise you and we will honor you for it. In Jesus' name, everybody says, Amen.
even in my in my own life that I know that I need to pray for. And I found out, amen, that the Lord moves when I'm specific. Amen? Does it mean that I never have to go through a battle? Absolutely not. <laughs> amen? The battles are still there. Amen? But the thing is, uh, the thing is, I have God on my side and I've been proactive. I've already prayed for those and set things in motion. Amen? Matthew chapter 16. I'm going to start today with an illustration. And I'm going to end this with something that we all probably need to know. We all have struggled with in some way, shape, or form. But I want to title this message, It's My Job. Everybody say, It's My Job. It's My Job. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about Jesus. Amen. I'm talking about Father, uh, God the Father. Amen. The Holy Spirit. We, we did a sermon series about walking in the Spirit. There's times in our life, what do we do when we face something that we can't handle? I am a firm believer that there are some things. Listen, every victory that we have comes through the power of God. Every one of them. He's gave us the ability and the strength. Every good thing comes from the Father. Amen. I know that, uh, that uh, there's some things that I need to pray for. That's part of my battle plan. He's taught us to pray. He's taught us to resist the enemy. But what do we do when the battle is too big for us, Josh? What do we do? What do we do when we don't know how to handle it? I've done, I've exhausted everything. I've prayed, I've prayed, and I've prayed. And that person, that loved one is still not getting saved. The cancer is still not being healed. Amen. The situation is still not being taken care of. After I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. Amen. In the Bible, at one place, it says only, uh, uh, you know, the disciples could make the demons flee. And, and uh, Jesus told them only these come out by prayer and fasting. Maybe you fasted and you prayed harder. Maybe you sweat and spent hours of prayer and the situation is still not taken care of. What do you do? What do we do? We've been talking about on Wednesday night about Sarah. Amen. You know, she was an older lady when she had Isaac. Amen. Uh, she laughed at the fact when the angels told her she was going to have a kid because she was she was uh, older, maybe. And you know, God had promised him an heir. What did that? What did she do? Amen. Uh, when uh, she maybe some time went along and maybe they they lost sight of the cross a little bit. What did they do? She took matters in her own hands and she messed it up. Amen. She messed it up. Abraham, if you remember, when he went into, uh, 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 there are a couple of times in the Bible, he, uh, he uh, told people that Sarah was his sister, which technically in some way, shape, or form she was, but it was his wife because he was afraid for his life. Did you hear the song that we sung this morning? I'm no longer a slave to fear. But so many times we fall right into that. We sing them. Amen. One of the things that I'm afraid of with praise and worship songs is they'll get just like hymns did years ago. They'll become just another song. Just another sweet riff on a guitar. Just another cool drum beat. It's much more than that. Amen. When I say that I am a, no longer a slave to fear, I need to take that to heart and I need to live by it. We need to face every day Head on no matter what the situations are. But what do we do when the situations aren't getting fixed? Do we step in the way? Do we try to figure it out ourselves? That's what we all like to do a lot of times. <laughs> God ain't fixing this job, this uh, this situation at my job. I'll just find another one. Yeah. Well, maybe God's got you there for a purpose to grow you and to make you stronger. To maybe equip you for something later on down the road. Every test that you go through is equipping you and making you stronger. Amen. For something else. Now what would happen if we didn't have Christ? We would be weaklings. Amen. We would be weaklings. Maybe that's why so many people that sit in the church pews. Amen. They, they, they come to church. They go through the motions. But they're not stand in their ground. They're not giving it to God. They try to handle situations themselves and they get, the, they get themselves in a mess. I want to read this illustration to you. Imagine that there is an apartment building on fire. There are people trapped inside and the fire is getting worse every second. 
We hear the sirens, the sirens of a fire truck approaching, and we feel a sense of relief as the firemen get out and approach the building. Help has arrived. But before they're able to go in the building, someone stops them, pulls them aside, and tells them that the situation is too dangerous. They might lose their lives. What would the firemen say? Get out of the way. This is our job. We know the consequences. Every second we waste take, uh, talking to you is one less second we have to save those who are trapped inside. We wouldn't think very highly of anyone who tried to prevent firemen from saving those who were trapped in a build, burning building. But we often find ourselves hindering the work that needs to be done in our relationship with Jesus because we get in the way. What do we do when we face a situation we can't handle? We give it to God. We give it to God. That's what we do. Now, it's easy for me to stand up here and say, give it to God. That's very easy for me to say. But it's difficult when the situation comes to us and we're walking through the fire. Here's what we got to remember. Remember the three Hebrew children that got caught? They got tossed in a fiery furnace, amen, that was seven times hotter. Amen. They come out and... And uh, they, they wasn't singed, their clothes wasn't burned or anything like that. Jesus walked through the fire with him. That, remember, remember King Nebuchadnezzar said, there's a fourth man in the fire, and he, he looks like the son of God, amen? But see, they held their ground. They had to go through the fire, amen? It wasn't fun, but they held their ground. They had a chance to bow again. Nebuchadnezzar gave them a chance to bow again, but they said, we won't bow to your image. And even if God won't save us, we still won't bow down. Bow down. How many of us contend for the faith so strong in our life that even if we're not popular, even if we don't fit in, even if we don't, amen, uh, have the most possessions in the world, are still contending for the faith and we still won't do that because it's not right. The trouble is there's too many Christians out there. They don't even know right from wrong. Right. That's true. Right. So how can they rightfully judge because they don't even know right from wrong? Point number one. Write this down if you're taking notes. We've got to know who Jesus is. We've got to know who Jesus is to make it through the tough battles, to give it over to him, for him to operate, and to, for him to do his job to keep us out of the way. How do we get out of the way? Number one, we need to know who he is. Matthew chapter 16, we're going to start at verse 13. It says, when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do, who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah, or one uh, of the prophets, but you... Uh, he asked them, who do you say that I am? Simon Peter. Remember, this is the same one that later on tanked it and denied Christ three times. But he, he's saying right here, Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Here's the thing. People that don't walk close to God, they don't truly know who he is. They can only assume You've got to have a personal relationship with God to know who he is. How can I give the battle to God? I need to work on my personal relationship so I know who he is. It's hard for me to let somebody handle a situation if I don't know who they are. Let's say I've got financial difficulties. I'm in debt to my eyeballs. Amen. I'm about ready to file bankruptcy. Amen. Am I going to go? Am I more like, likely to go to somebody that I know that has been successful? Or go to some Joe Blow down the street that just came out of college that's never, I'm his first client. It's important to me. It's a big thing to me. It may not be big to him because it's not his money. Amen? If I needed brain surgery, who am I going to? The cat right out of college that's never done one? Or the person that's had years of experience, success after success after success. Guess what? God is successful. Yeah. We've got to know who he is. We've got to build the relationship. The problem is people don't care who he is anymore.
anymore. They want to do their own thing. And then this is what I want to do. We get this. Uh, we get this. and want to walk the way that I want to walk. I'm an adult or, or even kid. I want to do it my way type mentality. And you know what? The world builds upon that. They build upon that. They teach our kids. Everybody has a voice. Really? Really? So I can talk to God and change the rules? I don't think so. God sets the standard and we need to walk by it. Listen, that's tight, but it's right. That's right. Amen. We don't like it. Nobody, amen, truly likes for somebody to tell them what we do. But the word says, amen, Paul, I think it was said, I am crucified with Christ. That means I crucify my will and I yield myself to your will. For me to make it through the big battles, the tough battles. Amen. Listen, I can have the battle plan. Amen. And that's awesome and that is great, but there's a next step to it. Amen. Amen. The battle plan can, can help and stuff, but part of that battle plan, amen, needs to be when all else fails, give it to God. Amen. I've done my part. I've prayed, I've prayed, I've fasted if needed to. I've showed love as much as I can show love. God, <laughs> there you go. Yep. You realize there's liberty in that if we would just let it happen? Amen? It says in the book of Proverbs, trust in the Lord and you shall be safe. You shall be safe. If we don't believe that, rip that page out. That's not good. That don't make it untrue. But it says trust in the Lord and you shall be safe. No ifs, ands, or buts. There's no but in there. But you shall be saved, but unless it's this situation, but unless it's that situation. It just said, it says, trust in the Lord and you shall be saved. But see, we don't follow that because we don't know him. Right. We forget how successful he is. Amen. Yeah. Does it say anywhere in the Bible that God lost the battle? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. But we've got to trust. We've got to know him. Peter had learned who God was. He knew the right answer. He had walked with him. He had talked with him. He had seen his life. See, maybe that's part of the problem. We're not walking and talking with him. We hear the preacher preach about Jesus. Yeah. Amen. We hear the TV people talk about Jesus. We read the Facebook posts that have the cool quotes. Amen. That we think all oh, is good. But when it comes to us walking and talking with him, we, 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 we don't know who he is. Because that's how we know. That, that's how we know. That's how we learn who he is. We walk with him. We talk with him. We see the things that he does. Let's read on verse 17. It says, Jesus responded. You know, Simon Peter told him that he was the Messiah, the son of the living God. Verse 17, Jesus responded, Blessed are you, Simon. Son of Jonah. Because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father in heaven. The Father in heaven because he had a relationship with him. He revealed it. He, he listened. He had such a relationship that he knew his voice. Everybody say, know his voice. Know his voice. And I also say to you, uh, say to you that you are Peter. And on this rock I will build my church. You know, sometimes maybe we need convinced. Hey, or, or maybe we need the Lord to just tell us who we are. Amen? Yeah. And the gates of Hades will not overpower it. I will give you keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will have been bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Yeah. Point number two. We need to walk in our area. Stay in your land. Walk in our area. Anybody ever been bowling? And you got some wild kid over there. Woo! And it goes over in your lane and knocks your pins down and gets kind of aggravating, right? It's not successful. He don't get a point one for knocking down your pins. Think about it. He don't get a point one on his score. I don't care if he gets a strike and knocks them all down. He don't get a point one for knocking down your pins. Amen. The fact is, we can look at so many other people and we can tell them how they need to be success, successful. Amen. But we struggle with our own spiritual life. Amen. Stay in your lane. Yeah. 
Stay in your lane. You want to, you want to uh, win the battle, amen, with recognize when you've done all you can do. Amen? If God ain't called you to preach, don't preach. If God ain't called you to be a worship leader, don't be a worship leader. Now listen, you may think God didn't call you to clean a commode, but everybody can clean a commode. Amen? That's right. We all can wrap around that thing and hug it real good and, 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 and get close to some white porcelain. Amen? We all can do that. I don't think that you have to be called to do that. Amen? But we need to stay in our lane. Amen. Not only in our jobs, there's spiritual jobs and things like that, but amen, we need to watch out giving advice in areas that we don't need to be giving advice for. Listen, don't give advice on how to raise kids when yours is acting like heathens. Amen. Don't give marriage advice when your marriage is on the rocks and about ready to fall apart itself. Amen. Stay in your lane. Know also when your job is, when I've done all that, that I can do. Amen. I, I'm not strong in this area, so God, I'm going to give it to you. Teach me how to walk through it. I don't know how to deal with that. I don't know how to, how to stay away from that temptation. It's always around me every day. Amen. I struggle with it. See, some of us think that once we get saved, we're never going to be tempted anymore. That's not true all the time. Even Paul said he had a thorn in his flesh. I think there's some temptations. Listen, we can pray, and I pray to God that they will go away from you. But sometimes, I mean, every uh, we got to just stand strong. Every temptation is a choice. We've got to realize that. You may think I've been born homosexual. It's still a choice to operate in that. I don't care what kind of chemical imbalance you got. Stay in your lane. Walk in your area. Know when you've done all that you can do. Know when you've done all that you can do. And I want you to catch a, a little bit of a couple other things that was in this. After Peter had recognized, you know, called Jesus the son of the Messiah, recognized who he was. Did you catch what he said in verse 17? Jesus responded, blessed are you. Once we realize who Jesus is, we're going to be blessed. Once he reveals himself, see, as we go through this, God should be revealing more and more and more to us, and we're going to be blessed and blessed and blessed more and more and more. If you are the same place spiritually today that you was last year, you are doing something wrong, amen, because you should be growing. Even if it's at a slow pace, you should be growing. You should be getting stronger and knowing more who he is. And knowing more of where your limitations are. Okay, God, you've told me. I've prayed for this situation. I've done it. This time it helped. The temptation went away because I prayed. But now today I'm facing the same temptation. I've prayed like I did yesterday. And it's still not going away. I don't know what else to do, God. Take it. Yeah. It's yours. Yeah. That's my lane. That's my area. God, I've done what you've told me to do. What you've equipped me to do. Now it's yours. I'm telling you, if we can get to that place, there's liberty. I remember years ago when me and Charity was first married, uh, I had a little issue happen at, at my work. And I actually got suspended. Uh, I was working at a sawmill. I got suspended. It's a funny story, but I'll tell you. Get with me after church. Maybe I'll tell you about it. But uh, me and Charity, we, we, it was in our first year of marriage, wasn't we? Uh, first yeah. year and a half, probably, at least. Yeah, and, and here I am, her new husband. Imagine what her mom thought. Got suspended from, got suspended from work. And who knows what she thought. And I didn't know what to do, Brother Josh. Listen, I had grew up in church, okay? I'd listen. I'd heard, well, I ain't going to say listen because a lot of times, listen, it went in one ear and, and out the other. I wish now that I would listen uh, listened more to the messages that my dad had preached. Amen. Being a pastor now, I wish it, I wished I would have listened more back then. But I, 
I sat in service a lot. I played bass on the praise team. I was a Sunday school teacher. You know, I, I tried to be the ideal preacher's kid, amen? But still, in the heart, something still wasn't grabbing a hold. I tried at times, but I failed a lot of times too. But something still wasn't grabbing a hold of God, amen? It wasn't in there true. Well, right before we got married, things started to shift, amen? I was going through a rough time. I had family issues. My mind was all messed up and, and, and things like that. And I was having a rough time, and God came through and helped me through a dark situation. So here come the test. See, anytime we grow and we get another level, at some point we're, we're going to be tested. You don't go through school and learn new material very much of it, and don't get tested to see if you know it. Right. Amen. So here I am in this test. You know, I'm starting to read my Bible every day. You know, I'm getting closer to God. It's getting more serious to me. I'm getting more serious about my relationship. You know, I not only have myself to worry about now, but I have my wife. Amen. I've got to be. I've got to. I've, I've got to be on target and on point because it's not just my life I'm dealing with anymore. Some of us need to realize it's not just our life that we're dealing with. Amen. It's our kids, it's our spouses, it's the people around us. It's that nice ripple effect. Everything that I do affects somebody else. Yes. So this situation come up at my job, and I got suspended, and the enemy would come through my mind and try to tell me, you lost your job. <laughs> Every time that he would do that, I would say in my mind, I have not lost my job. What did the situation look like? <laughs> it wasn't looking the best. Amen. I was suspended for like a week or, or, or two weeks or, or something like that. I, uh, I, 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 was, I didn't know what was going to happen. And you know what? I kept saying that over and over. Some of us need to keep telling ourselves, give it to God over and over and over and, and, until we believe it. Amen. We got to keep saying it till our heart. Well, our, our heart will follow where our head is turned. Amen. So, 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 if I'm if I'm saying we're going to follow God and give it to God and trust Him, then we need to keep saying that to ourselves till our heart follows and believes it. Amen. That's how you do it. Amen. You keep saying it until you do believe it. Needless to say, God took care of that situation and actually put me in a better situation working with a Christian man. And guess what happened then? We would sit at breaks and we would read our Bibles. We would read our Bibles and I would ask questions. I got to where I was dissecting the word. It wasn't going in one ear and out the other. I would take every scripture and I would dissect it and I would try to understand. I didn't understand it all, but I would try to understand every verse, verse by verse by verse. And you know what? I needed that because God ended up calling me to preach and I needed that building yeah. up of the scripture inside of me. To everybody, to a lot of people's surprise, God knows what he's doing. Amen. He knows what he's doing. Let's read, read down a little further. Verse 20, it says, Then he gave the disciples order to tell no one that he was the Messiah. From then on, Jesus began to point out, point out to his disciples that it was necessary for him to go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders, chief priests, and scribes, be killed, and be raised the third day. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Oh, no, Lord, oh, no, Lord. this will never happen to you. Jesus turned and told Peter, get, get behind me, Satan. You are a hindrance to me because you are not thinking about God's concerns, but human concerns. Point number three. Don't forget, God always wins. He always wins. We want to look at the circumstances that's right in front of us. We feel the pressure. We feel the pain. We feel... The not knowing what to do. We want to be fearful and all that. Don't forget, God always wins. He always wins. We want to focus on the human 
concerns so many times. Yeah. Oh, but God, how many times do we get, the, does God get the but gods? Yeah. Come on, we're, most of us in here as parents, yeah. and we but mom, but dad. Yeah. But this, but that. We do the same thing with God. But God, what about this? What about that? How many of us? Listen, it is hard to counsel somebody. I've had somebody talk to me, okay? And maybe they was just blowing off steam, but you're standing there at the uh, when they're talking and you try to give them advice and, and uh, they come right back with something. It's almost like they're in the mentality, there is no way out. There's always a way out. Always. It's through God. Listen, we can call us realists or whatever, but the reality is God always wins. I don't care what the situation is. I don't care how hard it is. You may not like what you have to do to get through it. You may not like the struggle and the fight that you have to go through to get through the battle I and mean, what God tells you to do, but God always wins. There is a way out. Always. We just got to give it to him. Don't forget Jesus always wins. Did you, know, did you notice right here in verse 21 it says that he told the disciples that, that uh that he'll go to Jerusalem, suffer many things from the elders, chief priests, and scribes, be killed, and be raised the third day. He told them he would be raised the third day, but, but Peter rebuked him. I would be scared to death to rebuke Jesus if I thought and truly believed he was the Messiah. Who am I to rebuke the Messiah? But you see, I think the fact was he was so worried about the human things. What are we going to do? What are we going to do when Jesus leaves, when he dies? I mean, they're, they're looking at the suffering and, uh, uh, that he must go through and the being killed, but they totally missed the part that he would be raised again the third day. We miss the victorious part because we keep our eyes so much on the negative. We want to believe the negative so much. So much. The negative will spread like wildfire. And then we try to preach the gospel of Jesus and sometimes it feels like it, whoop, it drops right out. There's power and there's victory in Jesus. Last point. Amen. We got to know who Jesus is. We got to walk in our area. Don't forget Jesus wins. But last but not least, we got to choose to give it to him. You gotta choose. When it boils down to it, it's a choice. It says, I think, in the book of Deuteronomy, choose life that you and your seed might live. You know who your seed is? That's your kids. I think we could even toss in their spiritual kids. You know, those nice little add-ons that's just like our family, amen, that we take under our wing, that us and them will be blessed if I choose life. If I choose life, listen, the, the word talks about Christian people being that uh, one of the fruits of the spirit is having joy and peace and long suffering. It's in the word. It's in the word. Why don't we operate in that? Why don't we show people the happiness? I mean, the way some Christians act, why would anybody want to serve Christ? Because of how they act, they act mean. Maybe we need to ask ourselves in those nice times throughout the day, would anybody want to serve Jesus with me acting this way? Ooh. Would anybody want to serve Jesus? Do I look different from the world? Guess what? You're supposed to look different. Yes. <laughs> oh, we could get on a whole big rabbit trail with that. The world says have games on Wednesdays. The world says... It's okay to do this. It's okay to do that. The world says it's okay to use that kind of language. The world says it's okay to watch that kind of movie. Right. I think it kind of goes back to we don't know who he is because we don't even realize what his standards are. Right. Listen, my, I knew my mom and dad. I knew what their rules at the house was. Boys, you know our rules at the house, don't you? Because you know who we are. 
And you could probably tell some of the rules that we might make even before we make them, right? <laughs> or, or you've been around us so long that you know our thinking, you know what we're going to say if something, is, a certain thing is done, right? Because you know who we are. How many of us know Jesus that well? Amen. How do we fight the battle that we don't know how to win? Give it to God. Amen. Get out of the way. Let him do his job. Quit trying to step in the way. Amen. Build that relationship so, so, so it's easy for us to turn over to him because we got that relationship with him. That's all, Steve. Amanda, if you would, would you come with me?